Welcome back to the Confident Teen Podcast. It has been my deepest intention over the past four years on my own journey to provide value and to help support other souls, especially teens. I am a mama of two, a wife, a certified teacher, and a holistic health coach. I believe in the power of sharing our stories and our lessons to help support others. I also believe confidence is deeply rooted within us all. We have just forgotten how to access it. My hope is that you know, adult or teen, that you are worthy, you are capable, and your potential is limitless. I am so grateful to have you here. Welcome back to the Confident Teen Podcast. I'm so grateful to have you here to listen to another episode. And equally as grateful to be sharing that I have a repeat guest. Ashley is back from episode 25, The Beautiful Outcomes of Breathwork. She is my breathwork facilitator, and I just love, love, love sharing all of her knowledge and the value that she has to provide. In this episode, we're really focusing on how breathwork can also be a very beneficial practice tool for teens. And I just, I love sharing that Ashley to me is a person that is just so capable of bringing a sense of calm, a sense of ease, a sense of stillness and peace to so many people's lives. I know this to be true for myself, but I also see it to be true for other women that work with her in our community. And speaking of community, I just wanted to also share that I will have all of Ashley's information in the show notes. She does have a breathwork membership that I am a part of. She is also offering a one month free to experience breathwork. Um, If that is of any interest to you, you can check that out after our conversation, after the show. And also she has included in the show notes a audio for calming and grounding, and this is complimentary. So make sure you head on over there to to check that out and let us know. Let us know what you thought about this episode. We are so grateful that you are here and we are real people and we love to, you know, not only just have conversations with each other, but also to share in those conversations with others. So again, so grateful that you are here and I hope you enjoy this one. Welcome back to the podcast. It's another beautiful day for a meaningful conversation with a returning guest to the podcast. I have Ashley here. So Ashley, if you wouldn't mind just reintroducing yourself to the listeners, very excited to have this conversation today. Yeah, thanks, Christy. So my name is Ashley Livingstone, and I am a trauma-informed breathwork facilitator and personal growth coach. I work with mostly entrepreneurs, but a lot of women trying to help them regain themselves. So many of us lose ourselves in so many different parts of our lives. And I work with people one-on-one to just help them kind of come back into themselves so that they can feel truly happy and at ease and at peace with their life. Yes. And I love that you brought all of that up because we were just chatting before I hit record about some of the, you know, the core wound stories that I had prior to working with you. And one of those being, you know, that I I would disappoint myself and other people. And I have done so much work around that. And a lot of that, you know, those practices, one of those practices that I just love so much is breath work. And I'm just so excited to dive in today to explain a little bit more how 
you know, it can help us just to regulate our nervous system, to feel more peace and at ease. I feel like that's often what I tell you after a session is just, I have more clarity, more peace. My entire body just feels like it's, it's emptied itself of everything it doesn't need anymore to create more space for what it really does. So I feel like it can just be so, so very powerful. And that's why I'm so excited to share you today. Thank you. Yeah. I love, I love holding space and breath work too. And obviously I practice it myself, but bearing witness and, and holding space for people who are brave enough and who are committed enough to their, their personal growth and their well-being to move through, through a process is really such a cool um, thing to do. And I always love holding space with you. It's usually have some big, like, here's what I saw. Here's what happened. Here's my downloads. And it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously I feel like over the last few years, you know, whatever has worked for myself, I just, I love to share it. I love to provide value. And I'm starting to see that, you know, that value that I've found in some of these practices can be practiced with everybody. Mm -hmm. And, you know, knowing now that I'm more focused on helping teens to really feel that same peace and clarity and especially confidence, which breath, breath work can also help with. Um, yeah, I just feel like, you know, why not share these resources that are out there that have, you know, helped me tremendously yeah. with my growth, and with just my overall peace in my life. Yeah. I love, I love your mission on that. And I, you know, I keep thinking back, obviously it's been, it's been a hot minute since I was a teenager. <laughs> we won't say exactly yeah. how long, but it's, it's been a long time. And, but I am also in touch enough too, of how I felt being a teen how everything felt epic. Everything felt um, imminent and immediate and heavy. And like, this was the only place that I was at. I feel like now in my forties, I have the wisdom, if you will, to say, I'm, I'm at this point and I know things will evolve. I know that a rough month does not mean the end of the world. It means this too shall pass. And, and I know that sounds kind of silly to say, but I, I know that there's going to be so much more ups and downs and journey through life. But I also know that when I was a teenager, I didn't have that. I didn't have that, that wisdom. And I don't really think too many teens can. I believe that this is something we we learn and we develop through doing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. Um, just thinking back to myself as a teen as well, that's kind of where you had me landing. Um, and thinking about, you know, would I have been open to you know, different practices that would have allowed me to feel better. Mm. I'm curious. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think for me, it, it all depends too. And, you know, I'm going to go out on a bit of a limb here and make a, a generalization that the parents who are listening to this podcast are probably highly evolved and are looking for ways to support their team. I'm not sure all parents 
um, acted like that. I'm not sure my parents were looking for ways to help me. And, and so I do feel like I was kind of on an island by myself going through all of these big emotions, going through all of these upsets and, and not knowing what to do. And everything kind of felt the same. Everything felt like anger, right? I didn't even know that actually what it was, was probably embarrassment or disappointment or sadness. It was all just anger, um, and shame. So it was all just kind of bucketed into one thing. I think that if my parents had have said, Hey, here's a couple of tools that you can use to move through your emotions, or here's a way to help your body release some of that anger in a healthy way. Um, I'll show you, I'll do it with you. And even just created space to listen to me talk about what emotions I was feeling. I do think that it would have been a different experience for me. Yeah. Does that make sense? 100%. I was just thinking too about, you know, that, that story that I, I told at the beginning about the core wound story, I will disappoint them. I know to my core that that story that came up for me is something that was more about me disappointing myself. So I made choices in my teen years that I knew I was disappointed about. Um, and that obviously broke down that trust that I had for myself, but I also felt that way about myself. So I felt like it was reflected out and others would see yeah. me that way too, if I was discovered. Right. So it yep. was always trying to, to mask that. And I too believe that if I would have had somebody, whether it be my parents or whether it be somebody, you know, on the outside that came in that helped me to build back up that trust, to try new and different things, to see if that you know could have helped some of the ways that I was feeling, I definitely believe it could have been, mm. yeah. yeah, very, very, very beneficial. Yeah, and I think too, there's so, so many layers to this and we could probably talk forever and ever and ever, but I also want to just say, you know, I, I'm a mom now to an 11 year old and I already know that he's got parts, right? He's got his things, his beliefs, his perception on things that he's working through, even though I am a, you know, quote unquote, evolved parent who gives him space to talk and allows him um, to, to process. We also shouldn't be afraid as parents to walk on eggshells and sugarcoat and, and not let our kids develop these these pieces of them that they too need to work through we can say and we can do all the things but the way they perceive it we have zero control over that absolutely no control over it and and they're going to have their own journey so it's just figuring out like yeah sharing these tools of hey this worked for me does it work for you maybe maybe not or this works for me, use this when you need it on your own time. Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Just sharing and providing the value. Mm. Ashley, I'm really curious if you could speak to your teen self before we dive into the breath work and all its benefits, what would, uh, what would she need to hear? Mm. She needs a whole like day long conversation, but the highlights would be that this is, <laughs> this, this is just one moment in time. 
I think that mm-hmm. would be, that would be one key piece is like, this is just one moment in time. And that you were not a problem. I think that would be really, really important. Like you were not a problem. That would be huge. And yeah, just to really embrace your unique self as hard as that can be at times that you belong and you get to, to embrace your unique self. Yeah. She just needed a lot of love and understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I say, I've said this to a lot of guests. I feel like what everybody wants most in this world is just to be seen, heard, understood, and loved. Yeah. Um, and I'm curious, after you saying all that, would you consider yourself back then? Like, do you think that you felt confident often in your life or maybe not at all or on a scale from one to 10? And being, I think I faked confidence to be honest with you. I did too. That resonates. Yeah. Yeah. I projected this loud, I don't care, don't mess with me, a bit of that rebel, um, that confidence of just like, I got this myself. I don't need anyone else. But that's not true confidence. Now I know that was just like, that was my whole army of defense. There's a whole line of defense that's just there to like prepare and protect me from feeling disappointment. Because I think where true confidence comes in is this ability to do something that pushes you outside of your comfort zone. And being disappointed or not working out the way you hoped or planned and then being able to keep going. Yeah. And I feel like, and this is why I'm so excited for you to share a little bit more about breath work again for the second time, but you know, that confidence for me, because it's not loud and it's more quiet, Mm -hmm. I feel like Mm -hmm. I find it so much more in practices such as breath work. Yeah. So maybe we could just speak a little bit to that because I know I also mentioned in the beginning just how restorative it can be for our nervous system and you know all the language around that. So I'll let you, I know that's your area of expertise. So yeah, I'll just let you share a little bit about that for anybody who's looking for even, you know, sometimes how you give just examples of things that you can do on a daily basis Mm -hmm. um, to help you just get more grounded in a moment where you're feeling a little overwhelmed. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of consider breath work as a bit of like sliding scale with all things, right? You can do some yoga that's like mild stretching. It's a bit more restorative. You can like go all in and make it a somatic practice as well. With breath work, I use it on a pretty much daily practice, daily basis to help just like get me back into my body. And our nervous system is built to react to stressors, right? It's built to keep us safe from danger, whether it's real danger or perceived danger, it doesn't matter. Everything, it it doesn't matter, right? This is danger, must protect myself. So we pop into our sympathetic nervous system, which is our fight, our flight, and even freeze. And on the opposite side of that is our parasympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for rest, digest. That's where we feel safety. 
And so many of us, especially teens, are living in a constant state of fight or flight. And when we're there, I almost like picture it like our nervous system is wound so tight. So every little thing, if you've ever had a conversation with your teen or every little thing can like set you off because you're just so tightly wound that everything is a big deal. Everything is life or death. Everything is survival. And to live in that state all the time is really not helpful for us because something that like, Hey buddy, can you put your dishes in the dishwasher? Which is maybe like a one on the stress scale has the exact same reaction as like something really bad out of 10. There's Mm -hmm. no difference in, in the explosiveness sometimes of those reactions. So practicing breath work can help you activate your parasympathetic nervous system, even if it's just for a couple of minutes, it gives your body that chance to go from like tightly wound to just like this little pause. So one of the fastest ways that I get there for myself or even my kiddo is nose breathing. So right now I'm talking a lot, right? So I'm breathing in and out through my mouth. I can feel myself a bit activated. If I just take two deep breaths in and out through my nose, like even that was one breath and I'm just like, I was doing it with you. I was staying quiet. I was going to leave that whole pause too. (laughs) But that, how did you feel after even just two breaths? Oh, just, just the one. Cause I was watching yeah. you. I mean, I know that they can't see, yeah. but I was watching you and how long you were holding it. And I was like, oh, okay, we're sticking with this. So yeah, yeah. it was, yeah, yeah. it definitely, so just... I feel just my shoulders dropped yeah. and that's when I can feel that tension release. Like right now, if whoever's listening, like notice, I guarantee mm-hmm. you, even if you're doing something super mm-hmm. relaxed, like our shoulders are up to our ears almost half the time. Like you really yeah. just have to let that. Let it go. I feel it in my chest. So Mm -hmm. when I do a nice deep breath like that, I feel my chest. It's like kind of like tight, tight, tight. It's just like, just opens all the way up. So learning how to build in those types of breaths, even just throughout your regular day. So whether you practice it and then your kids model that behavior, right? You model that behavior and your kids kind of follow suit Or you encourage your kiddos to just say like, hey, just take a deep, slow breath, right? They're nervous for a test or they got a text they didn't want or something happens. Really encouraging them to breathe in and out just through their nose is a great way to get out of fight or flight and into rest and safety. So that when they need to pop back into fight or flight, they can, but it just builds in a bit more space to process, a bit more space to say, maybe I'm actually feeling disappointed, or maybe I actually don't need to react to this. Maybe it's actually not that big of a deal, right? Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> we could just say, hmm, this actually doesn't even deserve a reaction. I can just 
put my dishes in the dishwasher. It's okay. Yeah. And to be able to get to a point where even just something like that, just something really simple where you're just aware and then you're just getting curious about it. There's no judgment around it. Yeah. Emotions are energy. They're constantly flowing through our body and they're constantly changing. So mm-hmm. it's just about getting curious whether or not that that really warranted more of your energy than you're giving it. Yeah. And then I would say the other practice that I use with people on a daily basis. So that's really good when we need to calm ourselves down, right? Mm -hmm. You're feeling like you're just, I need to be grounded. I need a bit of stillness. The other one is there are times when we are angry. That's, that's just a fact. We are frustrated or anxious. Um, and what we actually need to do is feel that and, and be able to move that energy. Um, I realize, like doing this, how much I talk with my hands and nobody can see me. (laughs) So I, um, I like to move that energy and a good way to do that is just breathing in and out through your mouth, because that activates us. That actually puts us into, that fight or flight. But what we want there is us to fight and move through that emotion as opposed to suppress it. This is a great way to say like, okay, anger, let's release this. And you can breathe in and out just through your mouth, like, and picture yourself like bottling that anger and every exhale, it's like out, 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 out let it go, scream into a pillow, move that energy. And I think we all need to be encouraged to, to do that. Right. Yeah. Feel that anxiety, feel those nerves and breathe it out. Yeah. It it's, it's, I don't even know. I'm trying, I'm struggling to find the words right now because I'm just, I'm thinking of some of the sessions Obviously, we're talking about things that you could do, you know, just in the moment, but then there's also, you know, breathwork sessions where you, you know, you breathe for 30 minutes, an hour. Mm -hmm. And sometimes even in those sessions, you go in with the intention of just feeling more at peace. Mm -hmm. And then you find yourself in one of those more active breaths and you end up releasing emotion that you didn't even know was there. Yeah. So there's, we're, we can get really emotional, you know, angry, whatever it is. There's also still so much underneath that. Like there's yeah. layers even beneath that, yeah. um, that still could be released. So it's a practice that is just, yeah, it's beneficial all, all the time. And I think too, for people who are raising teenagers, you know, I I'm almost there. I'm almost there and I can see hints of, I can see things unfolding and there's this part of me that is like pulled and, and our mentor Heather talks about this all the time. There's a part of me that is like, so pulled to control the outcome to, to be like, I see this path. I see you holding back. I see you suppressing your feelings. I see you pushing away from me and I just want to grab on and 
protect him or solve these problems or try and like mitigate, like throw blocks, I guess. Right. It's like, we're like a football team and I'm like trying to throw blocks for him constantly. Like, no, no, don't get hurt. And then there's this part of me that's like, I, he is not me and he's on his own journey. And all he really needs from me is me to be there modeling, practicing what I preach and being a safe space for him. But what that also requires of me is me to do my work. It's really, really hard. Actually, I think it's unfair for us to ask our kids to do work we're unwilling to do. So if you're unwilling to breathe and relax your body, or if you're unwilling to go to a breathwork session to release your trauma, your big feelings, or you're not willing to feel your feelings, they're just going to reflect that back to you. Yeah. I was just about to say, my next question to you was going to be, how do we help support, lead our teens, you know, to cultivate that confidence? And I feel like you just answered that question. Do it yourself. Do it first. Go first. Right? Go first. Pave the way in a, instead of, you know, again, like tackling and throwing blocks for them, go first, pave, pave the way for them so that they can see you having the emotions. They can see you, um, doing breath work. They can see you going, Oh, wow. I just had this session and I released some like stuff from when I was a teen. I'm here. I get it. It's a tough time. Let me know if you want to talk. Right. And then, and just, just being there, right. Think about what you needed to hear and do when you were a teen and provide a space for them to do the same. And listen, it's hard. I did a breathwork session myself, like on myself the other day, because I was like, I need to move something. I have this feeling of like heaviness. I kind of need to cry, but I don't know why. And I took like 30 minutes in the middle of my day and I did a breathwork session by myself and I released a bunch of grief and it was just, there was just grief there and I released it and I'm like, okay, is it completely better? No. Is it 50% better? Yes. And that's all it needs. Right. Yeah. That's all it needs. And I'll keep doing the work. I'm never done. So, yeah. And that's just it. And I love modeling that, you know, the students that I work with, my mm-hmm. children as well. It's that messy middle that our coach talks about, right? Yep. Like all humans experience it. There are ways, there are things that we can do for ourselves to help, to support us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's also important to recognize that that's just a part of, of living and being human. And we're yeah. all on this journey together and not and protecting, the and not protecting mm-hmm. them from these feelings. Yeah, and exactly. That's a big piece of it is like, let them feel the feelings and let them know that it's just a feeling and it's not forever. I feel like you're answering all my questions, Ashley, before <laughs> I even get to them. What we're, so in, we're in tune, Christy. We're so in so tune. I'm like looking, I'm like, oh, what work? lessons or life experiences are you passionate about sharing with the world but you just answered that one too any last advice though that you'd like to leave with the listeners and then share all about where they can find you if they're looking for support yeah. 
So I guess my piece is it's you're never too old or too young to start. I think that if you are listening to this and you're just like, ah, well, I better focus on them because I'm too old to change. That's both. (laughs) You are never, it is never too late to connect with yourself and, and change. Um, and it's never, you're never too young, right. To, to build in these, these tools. So that would be, I guess, one piece. And then where you can find me. So I hang out mostly on Instagram. Um, that's where I share a ton of information about the different programs and there's links to my calendar. If you want to learn more about breath work and how I work with people. And then the other one, I have a breath work membership. So I actually run a community where we meet and actually Christy's part of my community. We meet eight times. Just about to a say, month. She is my facilitator and I yeah. highly recommend. <laughs> and it's great though. Cause we meet as a group um, eight times a month. It's like almost like a online gym, but for your mental and emotional well-being. So you show up to what classes you can, we breathe together and, and yeah, it's pretty, it's a pretty cool, um, group in my humble opinion. (laughs) No, it really is. Yeah. Oh, I'm so grateful for you in this conversation today. There was so much See, I, I told you before we hopped on, I'm like, I have this feeling. I'm like, it's just, it's going to go where it's going to go. And it, yeah. I really do believe that we provided and you provided a lot of value today for the listeners. So thank you so much for being here, sharing your time and space with me. Yeah. Thanks Christy for hosting and for making this a priority for teens. I think it's so important that someone's doing this work. So thank you. Never too old, never too young. Yep. <laughs> I won't forget that. Thank you. Thank you so much for showing up today and for taking the time to listen to another episode. If any part of this episode resonated with you, I would greatly appreciate if you would share it with somebody else who may need to hear it too. Please don't forget to be brave, to trust yourself, and when you're ready, take action. Thank you.